All content discussed on Hypochondriactor are the individual opinions of Dr. Priyanka Wally and Sean Hayes and should not be construed as personalized medical advice. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. I'm Dr. Priyanka Wally, medical doctor and stand-up comedian. And I'm Sean Hayes, actor and hypochondriac. It's safe to say that I'm not America's first hypochondriac, but I am America's first hypochondriactor. Wow, wow, wow. Is that Sean Hayes that I see here in front of me? No, this is an avatar. (laughs) By the way, did you see it? I did. Did you see the second one? I saw the second one. How good was that? It was incredible. We were so late to the party on that. I mean, we were like the last person to see that movie. I saw it with my dad and, you know, because it's like over three hours long. I know. And so we walk out of the theater and he's like, wait, so what was that movie about? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was great. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. And visually, did you watch it in 3D? No, no. Oh, I saw it in 3D. It was really cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I I love the movie just because of the filmmaking. Like, I'm like, what? How did this... How in the world, like, it seems like such a massive mountain to climb to make that movie. And all these movies, like, the money and the technology and the actors and the directing and the producing and the, the, you know, it's just colossal. Yeah. That's what I was blown away about. I was just like, wow, this is, what a feat. Did you, I can't remember if you interviewed James Cameron on Smartless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So was this pre-Avatar or post-Avatar? We interviewed James Cameron before it came out. He was my guest. And so, my surprise guest. And so... um. Ah, yeah, we talked okay. about talked about all that stuff about like, oh, this is so interesting. We talked about all the actors having to learn to, ho- to hold their breath. And Sigourney Weaver said she could hold her breath for six minutes. Six minutes? Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, they like trained with some guy for like wow. months or something like that. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. Like now, so let's talk about that for a second. I mean, how, yeah. How in the I world... can't hold my breath for six minutes. <laughs> no, no. I'll cough if I do. I'll cough yeah, for, thir- totally. for six seconds. But how do divers and all those people learn how to expand their lungs like that. That's incredible. I think just like a muscle that you would work out in a gym, you would over time develop that skill. It would take, you know, concerted effort every day, just like you're conditioning for an event, you know? Yeah, yeah. I love we're talking about a movie that came out what feels like a year ago. <laughs> I know, but in, in our hearts, it's just happened yesterday. Yeah, right. um, now, Sean, remind me, you don't swim really, right? I don't. I panic and I can't breathe. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I need to teach you swimming one of these days. <laughs> or you, know, you need to teach me how to just not have anxiety. Oh, okay. Well, that, <laughs> that I can definitely work on. <laughs> right? Yeah. So anxiety can be so bad sometimes, though, Yeah, right? it's awful. It's the worst feeling. It's the, it's the baddest of all. I know, but you know who isn't bad, Sean? Who's that? Our guest today. Oh my gosh, um, our guest. Wilson Cruz. Wilson Cruz. I cannot wait Can to you talk believe to he's him. Here? Are you friends with him? Do you know him well? I met I I, I met him, but I I don't know him well. Like I uh-huh. wish I like I wish I did. But um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that'll all change today. Well, fingers crossed, lady. <laughs> but hey, before we get to the fabulous Wilson, let's uh hear from our call-ins, as we call them. The first yeah. one's from someone named Amanda. Let's take a listen. Hi, Sean and Priyanka. This is Amanda. Um, and I wanted to call and tell you guys about the time that I got bit by an 11-year-old half-blind chihuahua with a total of three teeth. Um, and it <laughs> oh. resulted in a gigantic surgery. I had to stay in the hospital for about 10 days, get a pig wow. line so I could have 
some pretty gnarly IV antibiotics. Uh. Um, it was my cousin's little chihuahua, and I had been petting her. She was totally fine. And then all of a sudden, she just um, bit me with her three teeth, and they happened to get right into my joint of my thumb. Oh. And so within 24 hours, I couldn't really move my thumb. It was super painful. And I had uh, septic arthritis and flexor tenosynovitis. I oh, had wow. to go for emergency surgery. And I spent uh, the New Year's of 2019 to 2020 in the hospital from oh, this God. teeny tiny little dog bite. Um, and she almost actually tried to bite me again this Christmas. But luckily, all good. Um, love the show. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for all you do. Oh, thank you, Amanda. But what wow. is up with this three-tooth chihuahua? Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I chihuahua. <laughs> you know what? This sounds like a pasteurella infection. What is it? So the dog bit her and she got an infection on her arm. Where, where did he bite in her? In the joint. It's called septic arthritis. It's an infection in your joint and it's really painful and you need IV antibiotics and sometimes you have to drain the joint. Why? Because the dog had rabies or something? No, I don't think the dog had rabies. It, pasteurella is this bacteria that's found in dogs' mouths and yeah. it can get passed to humans in like a bite or cat scratches have this also. And within 24 hours, it causes a lot of pain and swelling and it can lead to things like septic arthritis or Amanda mentioned flexor tenosynovitis, which Jesus. is... Wait, but how do, how do you yeah. know that the, if the dog, like, because, you know, I love my dog. I, yeah. I, all, all people who own dogs love their dogs, I'm assuming. Absolutely. So, right. so you can't help but kiss them on the mouth or like hug them and like, you know what I mean? So like, <laughs> how do you... Like, how does the dog get this bacteria and how do you make sure your dog doesn't have it? It's, it li pastorella is present in dogs' mouths, cats' mouths. Like, so like always. It, yeah, it's like, it's, it's part of their flora, but it causes issues if it's put in humans. So pastorella, actually, there are case reports of pastorella spreading for people who like kiss their dogs or they share food with their dogs. Or there was actually one case report of someone who had a joint replacement surgery done, a yeah. knee replacement, and then the dog lick the wound and the bacteria spread from the wound into the joint and it <sighs> infected the hardware. No uh, way. And they needed uh, extra antibiotics to treat the hardware infection of their knee replacement. Well, I've shared joints, but not like that. But wait, yeah. <laughs> so wait, so, so, so it's always living inside their mouths. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to, you but, but definitely want to be careful. Pretty hard. Well, uh um, Like, does it break the skin, right? It, I mean, it's it's going to break the skin, right? And it's going to enter the soft tissues. So if you do get bitten, you definitely want to wash it with soap and water. But if yeah. it starts to get swollen and painful really quickly within 24 hours, you yeah. definitely want to see a specialist it could or be a, a doctor. It, it could be a tissue issue. It could be a tissue issue. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Got it. Hey, <laughs> yeah. um, Amanda, we're glad you're okay. Okay, so the next caller is from Bree. How would you spell that, Priyanka? <laughs> well, it could be B-R-I, B-R-I-E, B-R-I-E. Yeah, a lot of it. T with a silent T. <laughs> but it's all gorgeous cheese. Let's hear from Bree. Hi, Sean and Dr. Priyanka. Um, my name is Bree. I live in Denver. Um, I love your podcast. I was recently listening to the episode where you have somebody on talking about silent celiac disease. Hmm. And I was really surprised because I had all of the symptoms she was describing. Um so I talked to my doctor about it, and he performed the, the test for celiac. It turns out I do have oh, uh, wow. celiac disease, which was really interesting. And what I'm really wondering for Dr. Priyanka that I was hoping she could answer for me is there's no history of celiac disease in my family. We don't know of anybody else who has it, but there is a long history of other autoimmune diseases. I have an aunt with alopecia and mm. several family members with type 1 diabetes. And so we were wondering if those are connected, if it's possible for 
if there's like an umbrella of it and like yeah. you can get different ones if that if that has a genetic connection so anyway we love your podcast thanks so much have a great day wow brie thanks wow. for the call i got chills that was i know that that's so great really i mean cool. it's not great that you have z-lag disease I mean, but it's right. great that but th thank you for also the question so the the short answer brie to your question is that yes there is an association between celiac disease and a number of other autoimmune disorders including type 1 and mm. autoimmune thyroid disease and so there's some controversial opinions about this but there are some schools of thought that recommend that if a kid is diagnosed with either type 1, Down syndrome, autoimmune thyroid issue, that they suggest routine screening for celiac disease because celiac is substantially increased in those wow. types of populations. So there definitely is a connection between autoimmune issues and celiac. I think in people who have type 1 autoimmune thyroid issues, the risk of celiac is three to tenfold higher than compared to the general population. Okay, so let me bring this back to me, like everything I, I do. Yeah. Obviously. Um, <laughs> first of all, Brie, one second, because I love you and I'm so glad you're doing okay. Yeah. But, yeah, but when, you said, when you said uh, thyroid stuff, like I take a thyroid medication because right. is that so what you're talking about? Have or no? you been tested for autoimmune thyroid issues? Like um, it's called Hashimoto's. It's diagnosed no. by oh. a positive yes, antibody to thyroid peroxidase. I had a friend who had a baby who had that. Okay, so for example, like that would be the right candidate. That baby would want to later probably be screened for celiac. Celiac. Some people can have thyroid issues without Hashimoto's. There's yeah. lots of things that can cause thyroid issues, but if it's specifically autoimmune thyroid disease, yeah, then you want to think about things like celiac. Well, what's the difference between taking a thyroid pill because your thyroid's low and thyroid, whatever you just said? Autoimmune. So if it's autoimmune it's likely that you need to be on the thyroid hormone lifelong. Yeah. But like I said, there are other causes of thyroid issues. There can be some reversible causes of thyroid issues yeah, like yeah. selenium deficiency, iodine deficiency. Wow. Those are reversible. So I mean, it's yeah. it, just to get up and brush your teeth is a lot of work, isn't it? And oh take a gosh. shower and take care of yourself. Tell and now we gotta me go. About it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like getting out of bed. And then you gotta like now I have celiac disease. I got it like yeah. all Yeah. I want to tell Brie one more thing. This yeah. is important that there is genetic testing that you can do for celiac. There's a genetic, it's called an HLA genotype. And there are people that may not have symptoms of celiac, but they can have the positive gene. And functionally, they are celiac if they are HLA positive. So, okay, there you go. So that can also run in families too. So uh, considering doing genetic testing is also really reasonable. Bray, call me, call me at home because you know what? We need to talk about how exhausting life is, right? Oh, but, I know, uh, Bree. Hang in there. You're doing hang great. Hang in there. Yeah. You're doing great. You are. And it's so cool that you listened to the show and, and you you picked up on some stuff that yeah, helped you that out. Yeah, that was very I mean, that's astute. like the greatest reward ever. Oh my so gosh, yeah. I'm glad you found out. I'm glad you're doing okay. Please keep up the good work on yourself and uh, always take care of yourself. So listen, guys, we love to hear from you. The number to leave us a message is 323-529-6031. Again, that's 323-529-6031. Keep sharing your stories with us, please. We love them. Let's get to our guest. Oh my yeah. gosh, there he is. Our guest today is an incredible actor and activist, and we're so excited to have him on the show. It's the wonderful amazing Wilson Cruz. I can't believe you're here. Wilson, welcome to the Hi. show. <laughs> oh my God, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Are you kidding? We're huge fans. Yeah, huge fan. Wait, 
Wait, how, why, are you in New York? Is that that beautiful skyline behind you? I am in New York. I moved here uh, last September. Yes, I moved back, back home. I actually was born like right down the street. I'm literally, Wait, I'm in th- Long Island this City. This is crazy. You just moved in September? Last, last September, yes. Oh, this is so <laughs> crazy. By the way, I think we met quite a while, like years ago. Centuries um, ago. Yeah, um, and I was like, oh my God, that's a Will Tinker. I couldn't believe I met you. But um, Please. But no, it's true. It's no, true. Sean Hayes. Girl. Oh, please, well, please alert, alert anyone. But, um, but listen, I have to, if you don't mind me, just start out by saying a couple of like, just big things that I, I have to say now that we're, we're chatting in person. Um, and you're gonna be like, oh God, I can't believe we're talking about that. But <laughs> you were braver than I was in college. Because I came out to my family when I was 18 years old, but you were younger than me, younger than that, and you did it publicly back then. And I know people probably talk about this to you all the time. I haven't talked to you about it. So uh, you must have been scared out of your mind. Where did you find the courage? Sorry for such a cliche question, but I really do want to know, where did you find the courage at such a young age? And on behalf of all of us, thank you for your unbelievable strength and courage. You changed you were one of the pioneers. I, I, I'm just so blown away. Well, uh, that's very sweet of you to say, um, especially coming from you. I have such love and respect for you. Um, well, thanks. How did I find the courage? I'm going to be honest with you. I found the courage through the character I was playing. Okay. Mm. I was playing this character, Ricky Vasquez, on My So-Called Life, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who was this young man who was going through the process of finding himself and figuring out who he was and his own sexuality. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I got this amazing opportunity to play him. And I thought as an actor and as as me, as Wilson, I felt like I could not do him justice without right. going through that process myself wow. and right. challenging myself to be as brave as he is. But how mm. old were you? Wow. I was 19 when I got that's, that mm, role. That's insane wow. knowing that the possible... I don't want to call it backlash, but, you know, the people who didn't understand or were educated about it uh-huh. coming out after you in such a public way at 19 years old, being ready for that. And also kudos to the creators and uh-huh. and everybody at that. What year was that? Do you remember? Uh, 1990. Well, we did the pilot in 1993. 1993. Uh-huh. I mean, literally. Yeah. Wilson, I'm not even kidding. There was Truth or Dare by Madonna, the documentary where I first saw people first saw two guys make out on uh, on uh-huh. screen in a movie theater. Yeah, I that remember was like, I was there. Yeah, that was like <laughs> shocking. And then there's Wilson Cruz on my so-called like it, you're one of those like gigantic well uh, game you know, changers. I will say this. You know? Well, thank you. It was it was the gay '90s, right? Like, I yeah. mean, remember that? Like, there was like yeah. a, the the cover of Entertainment yeah. Weekly, and like we had Bill Clinton as president, who kind yeah. of who kind of um, hinted to us in many ways that it was okay to like have this conversation. Yeah, and. You know, we had Katie Lang and we had mm-hmm. Melissa Etheridge and yeah, yeah. Elton John. We had all these people, and there was a there was kind of a movement in terms of there visibility. Was. There right? was, and, yeah, yeah. And visibility was a a, a, a political act. It was yeah. a way of saying, no, we're not going to be ashamed anymore. We are going to say the truth about who we are, and we're going to help people understand who we are through our art. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what Ricky Vasquez was. Ricky yeah. Vasquez was, you know. Uh, um, a tangible way for people to empathize yeah. with yeah. someone, a, a child um, who's mm-hmm. going through what so many of us have gone through. And to have people viscerally understand and and go through that process with him, I think was altering for for them, but also for me, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. like, I don't know that I would have 
come out in the way that I came out unless it had been that character. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Everything happens <laughs> for a reason. It's it's amazing. I remember in 1990 um, when Madonna uh, had uh, Vogue come out. I was like, I was out, out at a club with a ton, you know, it was like a thousand people in the club. And the DJ's like, this is the new one from Madonna. It's called Vogue. And everybody ran out and I'm dancing. I'm listening to it. I'm like, this song's terrible. <laughs> and then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, on second and third hearing, I was like, oh, this song's amazing, you know? Right. Uh, <laughs> it was that whole, that whole rap part of it, right? You know, yeah, yeah. I was like, why is she names? talking? Just sing. <laughs> you know, I didn't understand. I was like, I was 19 when it came out. But anyway, uh, my husband, Scotty's freaking out right now because Hi, he's, a, yeah, he's <laughs> a huge fan of yours and everything Star Trek. And he was, he oh, was yeah. mentioning how kind it was of you to support him whenever he was DJing and you would always come out and support mm. him at Hero Lounge. So yeah, big of shout course. out. Yeah, he, he we was love like, Scotty. yeah, good. Mm. I'm so glad. And I, and I want to thank you for being a part of my documentary series, Visible. Like, yeah. you know, it was, you were such an, an integral part of that story. Like we couldn't make that documentary without you and your story and mm. how brave you were in that interview. I'm oh, so thanks, grateful honey. to you for being so vulnerable in it and telling us your truth and well, being so gracious with your time. It was it was a highlight of that experience for me. Well, truly. that's so sweet. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, when we walk down the street holding hands, people will know why. So, I know. Um, ask, so <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so wait, you have a role on Marvel's new animated series, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. By the way, yes. amazing title. Um, yes. <laughs> tell, us, tell us about it. It premiered February 10th. So I play one of the fathers of the main character's best friend. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. Right. Yeah. And and my character is just this very um, very New York uh, yeah. father. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know he's very excitable and he loves yeah. his daughter. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's but, great. Um, the show is about this teenage girl who is a superhero and she's mm -hmm. keeping it from her friends and. You know, comedy, mayhem, and excitement follow. But it's fantastic. It's a huge cast. Like I'm one of like you know 20 million you know guest stars <laughs> who come on the on the series. Nice. But it's it was fun to do. I love that. I love that. I love those voiceover jobs. It's so easy. Like I go in in my pajamas and like act silly. A thousand percent. <laughs> those are the best gigs. All right, let's get to Priyanka and all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk medicine. I yeah. want to talk about back problems. You have back pain oh my God. or something like that. I want to know how it started, Tell what it is, everything. where it's at. Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, like throughout my young adulthood, I always had some kind of back issue. Yeah. I just thought, you know, I was overdoing it or whatever. And uh -huh. you know when you're when you're a teenage when not to a young person you think you're you're unbreakable right there yeah. you right. can just do anything and um, for instance I did Rent on Broadway and amazing part of part of the job was to you know I was in heels and these four inch platform heels and I would have to right. jump on the table during my choreography um, right. and I was you know this dancer and. In the original choreography, the character would jump off of the table in these heels. Mm -hmm. And when I tried to do that, literally a, a an, an electric current would run through oh, my leg wow. and up my back. And you kept no, doing no. it. Oh. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I jumped on the table, which, by the way, is the scariest part. Um, Interesting. Because it's a, straight, it's a straight leap onto the table. But jumping off of the table, that just wasn't happening. So I... I we wow. created this very graceful way to get off the table that worked in, I worked at some Chenet turns. I made it very pretty. Uh -huh. anyway, of course uh -huh. you did. My point is, I, you know, went through the rest of my life and then the year 
of COVID happens, there's all this stress. I had just finished the third season of Star Trek uh -huh. uh, Discovery, and I was getting ready to actually promote Visible, the documentary, uh -huh. and my back went out. And I thought it was from stress or, you know, I was just kind of overdoing it. Right. Cut to, I, I go to Toronto to do season four. I'm still having this back problem. I go see this chiropractor. They were like, we should probably do some x-rays. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come to find out, mm -hmm. which I didn't know that, you know, I'm in my late 40s at this point. It comes out the x-ray revealed there's a high heel boot stuck in your back. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. just an outline um, of a boot. So they take these x-rays, <laughs> and I have three curves in my spine. No mm. way. Okay. And all of it. It's like San Vicente is in your back. <laughs> San Vicente <laughs> Boulevard. Full on. Oh, my Did God. Did they use the word scoliosis? They brought up scoliosis. I'm just shy okay. of having, like, just, you know, like, it, if it wow. if it had been a percentage more yes, of a curve yes. right, in right. any of those, I would have had scoliosis. But. What we found out is it wasn't the spine. It was my spine overcompensating for the uh -huh. fact that I had a shorter leg. Oh, uh, wow. And I had yes. a shorter leg my entire life. I was wow. a dancer. Wow. Oh, my goodness. You know, I'll throw my youth. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was a runner. I'd ran three marathons. All uh -huh. stuff, and I, I had been doing it. Mm -hmm. With a shorter leg this whole oh my time. Right. So, so now that you look back, do you find yourself having compensated for yes. that? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's what wow. likely led to the back issues. So I have so many questions here. In medicine, this is actually called leg length discrepancy. That's yeah. the medical term for that. Where um, they don't talk to each other. They just really try to, <laughs> the legs don't, they have a they discrepancy. They have irreconcilable difference. Yes, yes. <laughs> and this is actually a very common orthopedic issue. It's actually present in 90% of the general population and 40% of athletes. But the issue is, the problems arise depending on how big the difference is between the legs. Right. So wow. do you do you have an idea in terms of what was it like more than three fourths of an inch? What or less than three well, fourths of an inch? Well, I was in Toronto, you know? so uh -huh. they were talking to me about millimeters. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right. Do, do wow. you know? I'm so I'm trying to remember. I think it's t ten millimeters. Okay. So that's helpful because. The literature talks about how usually if it's less than 20 millimeters, uh -huh. most people don't have symptoms, but you can develop symptoms if it ranges between 5 to 15 millimeters. Wow. So you were in wow. the 10. And I think they also said because of how active I was that it right. aggravated the situation. Wow. Correct? That makes what if a it lot was, of sense. What if it was yeah. like three inches and people are like, should we tell Wilson that he's like, <laughs> no, no, no. He just, don't tell him. Don't tell him. And, and like, I, why I, is she always in one right heel? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I also oh think credit is due to you because you clearly have a relationship with your body where you're very attuned, right? For sure. And, and and, and, I, and have become even more so because of yeah, this, right? I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I, I think the fact that you were more attuned to your body played a role in you probably getting help sooner. Yeah. And I mean, I, I've had, I've had, you know, a, a 20 year yoga practice, right? Mm, and I think I love that. that has been incredibly helpful in terms yeah. of just keeping my spine healthy. Yes. Um, and and it's become even more of a part of my life uh, since this happened. But I got some insoles yes. that, yeah. that yes. kind of evened me out. I was going to say, yeah. 
I was going to say, do you, do you have to, I was going to say the dumb thing, which, cause I don't know, do you have to buy or adjust your shoe level? But right. I guess you just answered that. So you put something well, in. Yeah. It's, it's not dumb at all, actually. I mean, they, you yeah. just get an internal shoe lift. That's the mm-hmm. thickness of the discrepancy and you just correct it. So yeah. yeah. So I can't walk around barefoot or anything like that anymore. Right. And, and I'm not doing marathons anymore because it's yeah. just right. the impact is, is too much for me. But you know, my whole life has kind of become about how to have a healthy back, you know, Absolutely. and what I have to do in terms of in the way that I work out, mm-hmm. you know, in my yoga practice. Mm-hmm. Like you're constantly aware of it. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Constantly yeah. aware. And I also notice that when I don't wear the insole, I feel the back pain. I mean, it's, oh, it's almost immediate. Wow. It's almost immediate. Oh, that's really wow. interesting. So you mentioned you have a longstanding yoga practice. I'm so curious if you have ever tried um, trapeze <laughs> yoga where you hang upside down. And a lot of people with back issues find that the traction causes relief of the back issues. Have you ever tried that? I have not, but that sounds like a fun date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, yeah. I thought when you said you have a long-standing yoga thing, I thought like you just stood for a long time. Like, <laughs> like you're like, this is not doing any, this is yoga? I was like, you just, I just stand oh. here? But wait a minute. Oh, that's I want to. But Priyanka, I want to ask something. So is it is it because of Wilson's curved spine that caused the leg, or is that the leg that caused the curved spine? It's the latter. Yeah. So the leg yeah. length discrepancy led to the back compensating yeah, for yeah. the discrepancy and leading to these ailments, basically, with the yeah. t- the change in the spine and whatnot. But I got to say, Wilson, you are really fortunate that you could get away with just a simple internal shoe lift because for people who have leg length discrepancies that are quite large, sometimes yeah. it's often corrected surgically by shortening the longer limb. Really? It's like what, yeah. In, uh, no, whoa. They, they, they did that in that movie Gattaca when um, Ethan Hawke's character is like too tall for the fake ID. So the guy like cuts off some of his limbs to make him shorter. That's but hysterical. You would do that, you would do that surgically like with one leg. Um, so yeah, yeah I'm not I doing think, that. I'm, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm not so doing that. I mean, a small shoe lift is a really easy <laughs> fix, which is great. Well, uh, I think also because I'm such an active person and I have, I've, you know, I've worked out for a long time and I, I'm, I, like you said, very aware of my body that, um, you know, I, I manage it. I really yes, do. And yes. you yeah. know, between that and, you know, the chiropractor and acupuncture, uh, you know, I'm not a I'm not a spring chicken. I'm almost no. fifty. I just turned forty nine years old. <laughs> I mean, old look at you. I mean, ago. you. But yeah, you yeah, look I, incredible. Just, I'm so just, fit. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just trying yeah. to me. Ma- I'm just trying to manage it, right? So mm-hmm. that yeah. in case I have to get back at them heels at some point, amen. Um, you know, I can do it. <laughs> yes. So well, speak- maybe maybe put them on after the interview. I, I just turned thirty three, so that's crazy <laughs> that you're. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god, you're the, it's yeah. your Jesus year. <laughs> so crazy. It's my Jesus year. Priyanka, I think I have a leg longer after talking to really? Wilson. Yeah. Have I swear you... to God, I think I have, because my, my anyway, we'll talk after, but well, it, look, the... the show's called Hypochondriac for a reason, because I have back crap. You know what Are I mean? Are you serious? Yeah, I have lower back So there's issues. ways to measure it. I mean, there's different points. Yeah. So you want to measure, it's called the posterior superior iliac spine. So like you, you want to do the top of the hip to measure the bottom of your butt and then okay. the back of your knee. And you okay. want to like actually get a measuring tape 
and look at both sides. So it's possible. Has anyone ever measured you? Okay, I'll do. I'll go do it right now. Hold on one second. Okay, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, yes. no. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have Scotty do that right after this. It'll be fun. Okay. It'll be. It'll be something to do. Okay, guess okay. what? We're gonna a fun date. Yes. A fun date. There We're we gonna go. play a game. Yeah, speaking of fun, let's play a game. So it's called Dr. Wally's Hall of Fame. You're each going to get three questions. If you don't know the answer, just guess because I give possible points for creativity. Sean, you're up first. Ready? I'm ready. Okay, first question. Lingual papillae are tiny bumps found on what part of the human body? Well, lingual papillae. Well, ling- I'm guessing lingual has to do with um, language. So okay. it's like the mouth or the tongue. Which one is it? Do you have a? I mean, well, don't get, do you want to choose? Don't get cross with me. I'm gonna <laughs> guess. I'm gonna guess the tongue. That is correct. The tongue oh, wow. is the correct answer. Lingual How about papillae. That? Yes. Wait, wait. It's by you. Wait, it's it's bumps on your tongue. Yes, yes. They're tiny bumps on the top of your tongue. Are they separate from your taste buds? I think the taste buds are included in the papillary structure. All right. So I'm going to measure those after I measure my legs. Go ahead. Let's do that. Okay. Second question. In January of this year, which congressman was elected Speaker of the House of Representatives after 15 rounds of voting over the course of four days? That guy. Yeah. That guy. M.M. are his initials. No. No, it's not Mitch McConnell. <laughs> it's not Mitch McConnell. It's, I, no. I, I saw his name every single day. What? Kevin McCarthy. That's correct. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I knew it was an M. 15, yeah. 15 times? If somebody doesn't want to date you, don't keep asking them out. I, I don't understand. And you keep showing up to get slapped in the face. <laughs> Third question. In a 1998 commercial for 3D Doritos, how does your character try to impress a woman at the laundromat? Wait. Well, I I, I, I throw them in the laundry, in the, in the wash machine, right? No. That is incorrect. You, well, how do I press it? You you caught the Doritos in your mouth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then they came well, out. That's what you're saying, but, but that's but not you know literally what you said. <laughs> but you know what's so crazy about the Chihuahua story? Yeah. And this then is, I said, I, Wilson, this is a different story before you came here. Yeah, yeah, before you came. And then I said at the top of this episode, I said, I Chihuahua, because that's what I said at the end of that commercial. Oh my gosh. That's folks how we tie it all together. That's Thank insane. you. Okay, let's move on to Wilson now. You have three oh, questions. Are you ready? Okay, You're I'm gonna ready. You're going to do great. Okay, first question. There are four basic types of tissues in the human body. Can you name one of the four types? Fascial. Oh. Fascial is a type of tissue that falls under this category, but it's not one of the four basic four. types of tissue. Do you um, want to take one more guess? Think uh, simpler. Epidermal. I will give you, it's actually epithelial, which epithelial. is the, I will give you that. That is the tissue that lines the cells. The other tissues that exist, the basic tissues in the human body, there's connective tissue, there's muscle tissue, and then there's nervous tissue, which is- Well, you know, I'm a doctor, right? Yeah. Right. Um, Star Trek, so I mean, I, I, I know that. Right, I just right. was test, I was testing yeah. you. Right, you were he's, testing well, me, of course. He's of a course. space doctor, so. Yeah, right. Yeah. Of course. Um, okay, second question. Which former RuPaul's Drag Race contestant was the first drag queen on Dancing with the Stars? Oh, Shangela. Yes, that is correct. Is that right? Shangela is correct. I knew that one. (laughs) Third question. You played Angel in the Broadway production of Rent in the song Today for You. What did your character do to make $1,000? Killed the dog. 
That's correct. Got rid of the noisy yes. dog. Yes. Remember okay. That? So who died? Yeah. Remember that? Oh my god. <laughs> Let's do a tiebreaker round. So tiebreaker yeah. round. Tiebreakers. First person to answer correctly or close enough wins. Okay. 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 So are you both ready? Ready. Okay. Sure. What famous Broadway musical features the songs Dancing Queen, Honey Honey, and Chiquitita? Abba. Oh, uh, 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 Mamma Mia. That, not, Mama, oh, Mama shit, Mia is it. correct. Wilson yes. said it first. That's correct. Wilson, Which congratulations. Which I've never seen, but I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to see the movie. The movie's good, too. The show and the movie. Congratulations, yes. Wilson Cruz. You are in Dr. Wallace Hall of Fame. Well-deserved. Thank you for being here, honey. Mm-hmm. You are so great. You are so yes. uh, just... An incredible at everything you do. I'm so uh, amazed by you. I'm amazed by your talent, your courage, your story, yeah. your history, how you continue to go, how you take care of yourself. We should all follow in your footsteps. So thank you and for being thank here. Thank you for coming thank on you, the Sean. show to talk about such a common medical issue that yeah. 40% of athletes suffer from. So yeah, thank you for bringing I attention no to idea. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This was so much fun. I really, really appreciate it. Good yeah. to see you. I hope to see you soon. Bye. Me too. Bye. Bye, Scotty. <laughs> Bye, Scotty. <laughs> oh, what a treat. Oh, wasn't he great? Yeah, what, what a sweet uh, person. Good, 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 good guy. Like, yeah, like I a really real loved salt to of the earth, to him as they talk say. And, yeah, great energies. Love him. Um, and what? And, and like Amanda and Bree. Oh, my gosh. Thank you to the callers and our listeners. It's just another great episode. And everybody, thanks for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Until next time, don't worry. Be healthy. Bye. Bye. Hypochondriactor is a Hazy Mills production hosted by me, Sean Hayes, and Dr. Priyanka Wally. Rebecca Eisenberg and Todd Milliner are our executive producers. Production and editing is by Rabbit Grin Productions. Original music by Scott Eisenogle and Leo Rosner. This is a Hazy Mills production. All content discussed on Hypochondriactor are the individual opinions of Dr. Priyanka Wally and Sean Hayes and should not be construed as personalized medical advice. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Please consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast.